Hi, and welcome to episode 121 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today, as always, are Suze Gilbert. Hello, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. How's everyone doing today? Very good. Well, it's very rainy here in Dallas. It's been raining for uh, five days, and we lost our internet from AT&T yesterday. Mm. So all day, everybody, it was the whole Metroplex was out. So that was interesting. Why was they out? What's the, why? Because lightning, lightning hit a data center and oh. they had a fire. So yeah, we didn't have anything. But you know what? It's, I, I don't mind because I, it's nice to, ever since they, I updated my phone and it tells you how much screen time, like, oh, come on. I could shut this off, but no, it's probably good. So I just, you know, I read a, read a book, which is great. Oh, yeah, have you gotten your new phone yet? <laughs> No, no, okay. I can upgrade tomorrow. I can, um, oh, okay. no, at 18th. I, that's when I can upgrade. Okay. So, but you have, you have the new phone. I'll do. And I finally fixed the problems I had with it. It's, it's like, okay, the third time that you, uh, you did the, up, uh, the pairing uh, <laughs> to the watch works when you have an Apple person online. <laughs> but I think that if I had just unpaired it, that third time, it probably would have worked because immediately after unpaired it and paired it back, it was working. You know, I don't know what was going on. It just got a little weird or funky or I, I did all the steps that she had walked me through and it just suddenly just stopped working. Um, what I love about this phone is how fast it is. I know I was complaining about face recognition, not recognizing me with my glasses off. Well, you go back in the settings and you use an alternative. Once I did that, that thing opens up so much faster. It's like super duper fast. I can get to things. I love the way, you know, you have to, you, 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 you get, you download an app and you need to uh, enter your password or whatever. And it uses your face ID instead. And it's just so fast. It's super duper. Switching between apps is faster. It is obviously much, much. And the battery is unfreaking believable. The lowest it has ever gotten was 24%. And I was doing, and that's after I had used it all day and I decided to do, um, I was thinking of doing something. Oh, I was getting all my music on there and I forgot I didn't have no power. And it went down to 24%. That was it. Now you came from what phone? The eight? Seven, seven plus. Okay, because yeah, I had the ten, and mm-hmm. I have to tell you, it's really fast, and I haven't had a problem with the facial recognition. And I, I am debating. I mean, I did get the Apple plan, so I mean, I can upgrade my phone. Mm-hmm. And you know, my husband and I have had this bone of contention. He's like, "Why?" I said, "Well, because the camera. I do like the camera. I yeah. have like forty-one thousand photos on my phone. I need space. I, I, I." I don't know. I'm a, fo- I'm a, I'm a photo hoarder. I can't help it. Cause I do a lot with my photos. I do a lot with collaging and, you know, I, I got the biggest, work. I got the biggest one too. And it's, it's a shame. I shouldn't have, because I'm barely at 50, 40, 40 gigabytes. I don't even think I'm at 40 gigabytes and a, a half a terabyte is sort of ridiculous when you. I have more than 40 gigabytes, gigabytes of music. Um, I, most of mine is the music. <laughs> well, I have yeah. a 256 gig and I. Oh no, I'm wrong. I got 70. I'm using 75 gigabytes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause my, I'm, I'm up, I'm up. Uh, how much I have available is 138. So I wouldn't go bigger. I don't think, I don't think I need to go bigger. No. Cause I have a lot of music and everything on my phone. Yeah. Too, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, most but, of my music. I got like 38 gigabytes of music. So talk to me about the camera. That's the most exciting part for me because I love um, the camera. I, you know what? I'm, the, I'm mostly using it, you know, because, oh, another thing is that I, uh, when, once I start my new job, I'm going to be able to pop that SIM for my work uh, iPhone into my personal iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I haven't started the job yet, but um, that's what I plan on doing. Um, uh, and that's what I've been doing. I've been taking pictures of like documents that I, I don't have a scanner on when I'm out in the field. And the pictures are always, always clear. I may look at it when I'm, pre- I'm printing it, but when I open it up and I make it expand it, you always are able to print it and see what it is. Um, and before my seven plus, I would get a shadow. Um, it, I guess maybe they got some kind of stabilization in this better um, because it'd be, it'd be a little blurry. So I take multiple copies because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to see it. Um, and uh, with this phone, I don't even worry about it. I just if I can see it thick, I just take a picture and it, it looks perfectly clear. I have I've taken the pictures of my dog and they always look the same cute, you know, so I'm not a <laughs> photographer, so I really couldn't judge it. But I do think they look brighter. Um, the depth of field, you know, when you see things from the distance yes. and everything, it yes. looks clearer. I mean, some of the qualities of the pictures are like nothing I could ever do on my own. Uh, I, I I know there's other ways of, of, of uh, better formats, but for my little eyes, it looks pretty damn good. <laughs> it's more about what you see, what you what what you get. If you look at it, it, it through the camera, and it looks like that, that's the way it looks uh, uh, on the phone. You know, that's the only way I can describe well, it. Well, I do love the depth control. I think that's really. Uh, I know. Is it the Google Pixel that's been doing that for a while? I think there's an yeah. other cameras that have been doing that for a while. But I'm glad Apple finally integrated that. Well, I was right about. And, the, the retina display, the liquid oh. retina display looks beautiful, oh, yeah. too. I mean, it yeah. just looks gorgeous. And you know, it's really what? funny because I still have some of my old iPhones. Mm-hmm. I even have my old iPhone 3GS. I use it in my studio for like a an iPod. And oh my gosh, you look at that and you think, how did we ever think that was ever good resolution? <laughs> because it's so yeah. bad. Yeah. But it was yeah. still better than my digital. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I mean, there's nothing to um, when you go from a seven plus to a ten. You know, it's a makes it's a major jump. You know, yeah. Um, and I never. I don't, have, I don't think it's going to be a major jump for me, except for no, the camera. No. But that's my sister has the ten. You know, and it was sort of funny. She it, she was out of town and her phone stopped working, and she got the ten. And she had it for months. It didn't even mention it to me. I looked at her phone and said, hmm, <laughs> "That's not your phone." <laughs> She goes, you got this and you didn't let me play with it. <laughs> like, God, you're out of your mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's like um, night and day from the seven plus. And I went online, people talking about it on Facebook. And of course, there's those trolls that are going, oh, you're spending all that money on your phone, blah, blah, blah. You guys are fools. <laughs> and, um, and then there were the people that uh, had upgraded to the XS Max, like I did. And then people go, oh, it's too heavy. I say, if you had a seven plus, I'm sorry, this is not that much a difference in size, you know. So, you if you were used to that and you have no problem with the size, then yeah, of course, uh, this 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 isn't a, a, a matter of concern. But um, I did hear that a lot of people were having issues with dust in their lightning uh, port, and that it wouldn't charge. 
I think that was happening in my seven plus because there was periods of time when it would just, I'll hook it up and it wouldn't do that. Boom, you know? Yeah. And then, my husband had that with his 5S. Yeah. And I would take it out and take it out, take it out and put it back in and then eventually would do it. I thought it was my old connectors. Uh, and it probably was, I got these, you know, it, it, they weren't Apple uh, uh, cable. So you get what you, des- you deserve when you get that. Um, but now that I got uh, a couple of new lightning uh, cables, they, it never happens. I think it's people using these, you know. I agree with you, the, the third party, because yeah. I've had, ish- I don't use third party uh, lightning cables anymore. Yeah. And especially um, because, you know, I had that problem with my iMac, um, mm-hmm. even though that it was my Epson printer cable. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just really paranoid about mm-hmm. any, you know, and of course, Epson you know, I've never had an issue with that before, but I, I just use, you know, Apple. Like, they're not that expensive. You can go on Amazon. Oh, I use an Anchor, and it's great. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not going to use the fly-by-night companies. You use a name brand. Right. Yeah. Or that's, that's got a good reputation. Yeah, they're, they're, compa- they, they're compatible with Apple products. I mean, I, mean, they, I think yeah. they, it has to have a certain kind of license on it, saying that it's Apple. The MiFi, I think. Is that yeah. what it is? Something the MiFi? Like M-I-F-I? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, like you don't go to the drugstore and buy one that's at the checkout counter for $2. Exactly. That's actually exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's where the problem is. I don't buy those. I buy the yeah. ones that, you know, Amazon yeah. might have on sale. I think I paid $8 for a three-foot, uh, maybe, is it three maybe. or a six-foot from Anchor. Mm-hmm. And that's what I use every night. And maybe dust does happen like that. You know, and I got a pug in my house. But I don't think that's that's. I don't think dust has gotten into my phone. You know, I don't I think it depends. Like my husband put it in his pocket. So of course, when you're putting oh, it in your pocket, yeah, you've got the yeah. lint and everything else that's in your, you know, your pants pocket. And he was having problems with the phone not charging. So we made an appointment with the Apple store. Um, and that was the whole problem was yep, just dust. I'm like, thank God, that's all it was. Yeah. And, but now he's got my old seven. That's a good thing that it stopped. Because yeah. you imagine if that... Uh, it has that dust in there and then some, uh, a little bit of a spark. It could cause some issues there with the electronics uh, uh, being affected. Yeah. You know? well, thankfully, he hasn't had that problem since. But I want to go over some feedback that we got. One was from listener Fitz, and he reminded me that I forgot to mention in our last episode that the best feature of all in iOS 12 was the password autofill that integrates oh. third-party managers. And I responded to him yes. and I said, you're absolutely yes. right. I thought of it as soon as we finished recording. Yes. It is yeah, one of the it's best becoming, features. The, the iPhones Good. are coming more like the computer and the computer's coming more like the, yep. yeah, the OS, yeah. iOS. Yeah. As long as yep. the website supports it, because I have been to websites that don't support it, but the ones that do, oh, it makes life so much easier. That and when you have to do the two-factor authentication and you get that uh, six-digit code, Mm-hmm. You just fill it right in. So that yeah. part is great. I love it. So and thanks. If you, if you use face recognition for the password to authorize you to use the, the password thing, uh, it's super fast. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's a good pickup because that's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. And the other piece of feedback we got was from listener Andy. Um, his husband had gotten an iMac Pro for Christmas last year, and he told us he would send us a follow-up on uh, what he thought of it. And mm-hmm. what he said is, it's working really well. He noticed a significant difference when editing and using Final Cut in Avid makes a big-time difference when rendering and exporting files, and time mm-hmm. is money. And he, uh, the two of them both upgraded to Mojave, and he said, so far, so good. 
which leads us out oh, then thank you andy when that kind of leads us into uh the title of the show which i'm calling vicky is brave <laughs> because vicky upgraded to mojave and yes, if you listened for a long time, you know why I'm saying that, because High Sierra was such a nightmare for me that I have chosen not to upgrade to Mojave at the time being. Mm-hmm. So, Vicki, how did it go for you? Well, when I did the first upgrade, um, I decided, you know, uh, after I did the upgrade, it was, it was seamless, no problem. Looks good. I love that dark mode stuff. Uh, it, as it, it looks really sexy, especially if the room is dark or you use dark mode, you think, oh, wow, that's too dark. No, it just looks really slick and beautiful, you know, um, and I got this um, 4K display. Oh, my God, it looks gorgeous on that. But um, uh, the first, the only app that I, I have that doesn't work anymore uh, once I upgraded was the Slingbox. I have a, a Slingbox player for the Slingbox I have upstairs. Um, and it just doesn't work uh, with Mojave. Uh, and it, it's an old, I have an old one. It's a Slingbox M1. That's a very old one. And it's like a, uh, they're not going to upgrade uh, the player for that. But you can also go on to a website and view it. Uh, and you can, okay, so of course you can, it still works on the iOS 12 uh, and any of the iOS devices. The, the player still works. Um, I did have an issue with this software that I write my papers with called Perla. Perla. Uh, it's for citation, and you can actually write your paper in Word and use that to to create your uh, references in the paper. And it had an upgrade, but it kept crashing. Um, and I don't know what happened. It just kept crashing. Then we had an update. Uh, I think we had a minor update to Mojave, and that seemed to stabilize whatever that problem was. It's still periodically, but it's just, this app was sort of buggy anyway. Um, and you have to it's just workarounds to, to to keep using it. But I don't think that has anything to do with Mojave now. But first, it kept crashing. Um, so those are the only two apps I've had issues with. Um, the feature that I like most is the screenshot. I do a lot of screenshots. Um, and cause my, I have teachers, some teachers don't give you their PowerPoint and sometimes their PowerPoints have, you know, synthesizes things really well. And so I do a screenshot of it. And what, uh, if you ever done a screenshot on the iPhone, it's the same way on Mojave now, you know, it drops down to the bottom, uh, of the screen, whatever you took a picture of, and then you can, you can touch it, you can print it, you can do all kinds of stuff. Where on the uh, on on the Mojave, you're able to do mockups of it. They have a a, a capture uh, app that you can use to uh, crop it and do editing of, of whatever you just screenshot, and it's just so seamless. And it, if it's still at the bottom, you can quickly grab it and slide it over into an app or over to your dock or do all kinds of stuff. Uh, with it instead of just sitting on the screen and then you have to, you know how when you manually on the screen you you, you have you you can still grab it and uh, and pull it over to uh, on top of the app you want to open it to. But this convenience is that if you have that um uh, that app open and you want to uh, edit it and then just drop it into a folder, you can just simply edit it slide it over to that folder or that location or on top of another app. And there it is. It's just, it's becoming, I'm telling you, 
the if the features that I like that are on the Mac, I'm moving over to the uh, to the iPhone, making it more like a computer, you know, with the files and stuff that you can do. You can save onto your iPhone now. Um, it's still a little clunky, in my opinion, on the phone. But um, the features that are on the I, iOS, like that one, um, and where you can do the screen capture and edit stuff, that is, I, mean, I already had an app that did that, but it came with another product and it was an add-on that I had to pay for. And I'm telling you, that's the beauty of the Mac. You don't have to pay for the OS. The OS is free. You got a PC, you're going to have to buy the latest version of Windows. You know, they, and then the features that are automatically in our OS, we don't have to pay for. For a while, you may have to pay an app for it. But if it's a good feature, Apple invariably includes it in the OS. And that's the only reason why I'm staying with Mac because their, their computers are sort of getting a little iffy, like the issues you had, Suzanne. Um, And I have a bunch of other friends who've had issues with their Macs. They got them fixed, but they were, you know, they're hardware issues. And you're going like, come on, I spent a lot of money in this thing. What if it was out of warranty? I would have to pay. Well, even then, you know, they have this general $200 things and they're just replaced the board, the entire board or whatever the, the uh, feature that's broken. Uh, so that's a good thing, but you're not you you about your computer, and then maybe it's something that they can't fix, you know. Um, but uh, the OS is is phenomenal. I had some guys say, "Oh, I hate the software on this." And you've never used a Mac if you say that you don't like the software. Oh, that's it's so it. much easier, especially <laughs> when my husband comes to me and says. I have to do this and this on Windows. How do I do it? And I just was like, I have no idea. Simply because on the Mac, I just yeah. do click, click, and I'm done. I ha- I yeah. don't even know where to begin for you. Simply converting the file to a PDF. You have to buy an app for it. You know, uh, I had uh, an Apple. If I want a PDF, I could try to print it and just save it as a PDF. I can't right. do it. On, I mean, I mean, it's a simple stuff like that. Um, the screenshot, you know, you take that the screenshot thing that I was talking about. That is just like brilliant thing to do, and you can edit this. How I do all of my graphics for whenever I write an article for uh, a review for my uh, for my Mac. You yeah, know, I do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, and you can edit it and make it look really pretty. Well, mm-hmm. on my PC, I have to actually uh, buy an app to do that. You know, it wasn't standard. I, granted, my PC is my work PC, so it's locked down. There's very few things in it. But I don't think it's part of the uh, Windows normally. No, you have to download something to, to get it in there. Somebody could correct me if I'm wrong. But my experience with the Mac, the PC that I use on a regular basis for my job is it doesn't have any of those features. Sometimes I go home. I say, you know what? I, I have down, I'll convert that file from home because I don't want to go through the jump through the hoops I need to do to make it you know, work and I'm right, not going to take you two seconds to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to pay Adobe some extra money for something that I get can do for free. On my yeah, yeah. 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 And you're talking a lot of money too. Yeah. Have you tried the stacks feature? I have a clean desktop, but I'm, <laughs> I, but it's uh, similar to the folders on the, on the iPhone where you drag things on top of each other and, and, or any create like things, but I haven't done it because I hate to have a bunch of icons on my desktop. And from using a PC in, in the past, uh, I had a very slow one. And this guy uh, told me that was trying to fix it, resolve the issues with my work PC. So, well, you know what? You got all these things on your desktop. It has to load all those things too. So I said, oh, so I just 
from that point on, I've never have, other than if I have a document I'm currently working on and I don't want to store it away, uh, I'll leave it on my desktop. I never do that. It just, See, I it just, do. Exactly I, crazy. I, I, I feel like I'm going, like, I got, you know, you have a cluttered house. You should get sort of, ah, you know, See, I have time. some things on my desktop. It's not like, you know, a hundred different icons, but for me, yeah. and this is the same is true with my email. I keep everything in my inbox and I keep things on my desktop. So I remember. So if you put it in for me, if I were to stack, even though it might say, these are JPEGs, these are PDF, these are text files, you know, whatever, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I'm not. I'm going to forget it's there. Same with my inbox on on mail. Some people say, "Well, this was work related. It's going to go in the work folder. This one is personal. It's going to go in my personal folder." However, that you know, these are bills. They go in my bill folder. Can't yeah. do that. I have to have it in my inbox so I see it. Yeah. And then that, that way, way I remember that I have to do, you know, it, it could be, uh, you know, a, a restaurant coupon that expires at the end of the month. Well, I want to remember that I have that coupon in case I go to that restaurant. Mm-hmm. So if I file it away somewhere, forget it, it's gone. Yeah, I, I drag anything that can be dragged into the, note, into the notes uh, app there. Because, you know, it's, uh, it's, it syncs with your phone. So that's what I do. Uh, so I, I, I always have stuff that I'm interested in, recipes and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's nice because whoa, it whoa, gives whoa. people did options. Reci- did she just say recipes? I, yes, I Vicky did. did, not me. Vicky did, not me. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But it's nice, though, because for the people who like to organize that way and have like mm-hmm. have things on their desktop, but like in neat piles, it's mm-hmm. there for them. And for people like me who I'm not, my yeah. desktop is not cluttered. But there are things on the desktop. And for me, it just works better to keep yeah. everything separate. I mean, I'll probably try it when the time comes that I do update to Mojave. Uh, I probably will try it and I'll yeah. probably last, you know, 30 seconds and go, <laughs> nope, nope, not working, not working. Yeah, that, yeah but it's nice. Gives people options. Yeah, so she has this cluttered desktop and she's always calling me. I just downloaded the file and I can't find it. Yeah, because you have a cluttered desktop. And she doesn't really know how to use the finder to sort things, you know, uh, and, and find things by name, date and that kind of stuff. But you know, Hey, you know, that will work. That won't work for her because she has the Mac, a MacBook Air mid, uh, 2011 and it no longer, uh, supports the latest OS, but think about it. That's a seven year old Mac Mm. that was running latest OS until now. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, seven, seven years. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you tried quick actions? Because that looks interesting. Where you can, uh, you don't have to actually open up the file to do something, whether it's make it a PDF or rotate the image yeah. or. Very similar to that dynamic touch on the iOS, mm-hmm. the pop up, and you, there's different options for what you can do. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I found that you know because I didn't even read the uh, go back and look at the features. I sort of, sort of I like to sort of discover stuff on my own. And then eventually I'll go back and look at the features and stuff. Yeah. I accidentally right clicked on something and went, Oh, look at all these options. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, um, but, um, what else? Well, give me this the continuity camera probably good for you. Oh, so wow. that you can take a picture on your phone and it will automatically go into the paper that you're writing on your Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, or I don't use a Mac at work, but it would be wonderful because I could just copy those documents, pops up on my computer and I could look at it. Oh, yeah, this is fine. I can see it. Yeah. Um, so in that particular regard, that is a beautiful thing. I have not used that. Uh, I I, dip, I tried it out once and it worked very well. 
Um, uh, of course, you have to be on the same, you know, um, Wi-Fi for that to work. Um, let me see what else. Um, yeah, uh, I wanted to talk about the. I'm trying to find it because I, I I lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> oh, the the the, the 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 dynamic desktop. When I saw that when they featured it uh, doing the keynote, I wasn't impressed with that until I actually set it up. And as the day goes, it'll go from um, yeah, you can set it to go from bright to a mid tone until at night it's in dark mode, and that is just so. It's a cute thing. It's not necessary, but Apple tends to throw in some of these little gadgety kind of things. And the fact that it works is cool. Um, they only have two um, options, though, um, for it, um, for the, the dynamic mode. Uh, I, 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 maybe they're going to come up with some different ones or um, I don't know, but it's pretty cool. Um, and um, that is. Uh, that is pretty it for the stuff that I've tried. Um, uh, other than dark mode, it's pretty cool. I told you that. Um, I can't think of anything else that that I tried that really blew my mind. Um, but so you you said that it was an easy upgrade. You didn't have any problems. No problems. Um, I just I don't know how long it took because I just started it and then walked away. Came back. Uh, maybe an hour and a half later, and it was waiting for me to you know, finish the upgrade because it had restarted and everything. And you know, it's the, what I like about it, and I think it's because I got this 4K um, uh, display, is that it looks so sharp and beautiful. Um, the uh, in dark mode and in different different dynamic modes, you can set it. One thing that they have is the the news. I don't. Do news. So if if you do like news, you can set up your own little same thing that's on the i on the iPhone is the the news app. Um, I and I was impressed with that. And then there's that stock market stuff. I don't do stock market. Um, what I do like is the voice memo. Uh, it is much better app. They haven't done anything with that in a very long time. Um, so it's pretty cool. It, it's um, the the interface is slightly different, but not so different that if you use it on a regular basis, you are going to have some issues with it. Oh yeah, that's the control for the automation on the on the uh, Mac for you know for the different uh, for, smart for the home smart devices that you have in the house. And I set up my garage because I have one of those Chamberlain garage things and it's got a couple of lights, um, and they work pretty well. It's pretty cool. It's sort of like the app that you would. Uh, the home thing that you have on the iPhone also is the same thing, but it's on your Mac. I don't use Safari and I don't plan on using Safari ever again. Um, <laughs> and mainly because of that stupid um, pop-up thing, you know, where the text pops up um, on, the, on the apps. And sometimes what happens is it will pop up and it won't go away you know we what do you mean text, text pop up because i don't use safari i use chrome you know on the, on the website where it, it text pops up and you don't have any of the ads i forgot what they call it but yeah it, the, the text will come up forward uh on the screen and all of the ads are gone so you can just read the text part of the of the of the okay. web and you can go into set uh preferences and set the settings for that particular website 
to be off. Actually, it's that web page. It's not that website because you go to the page. Sometimes it pops up anyway. Well, there are situations where it won't go away. It stays that way. And sometimes I'm not interested in a text. I'm interested in something else. Another article on that uh, that you could select. Um, so there's a graphic there for it. And, um, and uh, I end up just saying, heck with this. I can't make a stop. I go to Google Chrome or, you know, anything else besides uh, Safari. Um, I use Facebook for it because it has that little place where you can save your different sites, your media. Oh, yeah, the pinned sites. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I use that because it's better than the one for Google. Um, But I guess you could do it on Google, too. But Google's is more just a uh, favorite. It's not really... You know, a pen like uh, Apple this. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't use Safari, and they they upgraded the Max, uh, the App Store. Um, I don't know if it's for the good or the bad. Bad. Uh, I really still don't like the App Store. <laughs> I, n- I never go in except to update. But from what I was told, also is now if you want to do a system update instead of going into the App Store, you go into System Preferences. Oh, you always go do that. Well, that's where you go to decide if you want them to download automatically or not. Oh, but no, now no, I guess you go to system preferences I'm to sorry. actually do the update. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking about about this Apple and then there's a software update thing mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't think about it. Really? You can go to system preferences do it? Huh. Yeah, if you go to like I'm still running High Sierra, so let me mm-hmm. open up system preferences. If you go to App Store under system preferences, Mm-hmm. Uh, it says the App Store keeps Mac OS and apps from the App Store up to date. And then I've got automatically checked for updates. And then you can choose to download newly available updates in the background, install system data files and security updates. Um, if you want to require passwords or not when you make purchases. Uh, so, but from my understanding is like right now, mm-hmm. I'll get a little badge on my App Store which means something has to be updated, whether it's an app or whether it's a system has to be updated. Now, I guess with Mojave, you go into system preferences to update Mojave. No, I'm not saying that. That's what I was told by somebody else. Uh, there's no app store in the... I don't have that. I don't have that. I have to go into the app store, and then I have to click on Mojave, and it says download. Or I have to go to the Apple... <laughs> Apple and the no, 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 not Apple. that, Suze. This is when, if you have a system update, a security oh. update, something like that, that you normally go to the App Store, now you'd have to go into the system preferences to download that, but you would go into the App Store to update, Mm-mm. you know, a, a, a Pixelmator or whatever. I'm not you know, seeing something. that either. Uh-uh. Did she say this is on the Mojave, though? No, no. Yes, 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 for you. Yeah, but, I don't Suze, see it. what are you running? I'm running, um, whatever. High Sierra or Sierra? High Sierra. Okay. Go into into system preferences and then go into the third row where it says App Store. There's no App Store here. And then if you... Oh, it doesn't say that. It's the settings and it's software update. It's not an App Store. Yeah. Okay. But Suzanne, for you and I, it says App Store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It looks like a settings icon and then below it, it says... Uh, software update. Oh, okay. And I do have an update. Uh, I'm. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you. Can, I don't understand what you're saying because when you go into the app store, you can. No, no, not the app store. No, no, no. I know, it's... I know. But wait a minute. I just 
I did click on the app store with system preferences, but it doesn't say anything. It doesn't, I don't know what you're talking about because it just no, doesn't well, say anything. No, she's talking about something in system preferences. Um, it says, you know, okay, you go to, you go yeah, so it says the app store keeps Mac OS and apps from the app store up to date. So you can correct check for updates, correct. blah, 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 blah. Correct. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm saying is you would go into that app store system preference to decide how you want your downloads, your, your, your Mac OS and security downloads. Do you want them automatically? Do you want them just to check? And then when they arrive, you have to go into the Mac app store to download them. Whereas with Mojave... That's not quite true uh, because it's not an app store. It's just a software update setting. Yeah, I'm confused. And then what you do is it pops up and tells you if you have an update or not, and you click on advanced, and then you can... You can set things like automatically check for updates, download new updates, all that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. What it is. yeah. Um, that's for um, a hobby. I think that's what she's saying. <laughs> it's available. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, that's because someone told me that, that you have to go into the system preferences to update. So if you had a security, so like right now, if it said you have a security update, Vicki, you would not go into the app store. No. Like, no. like, like Suze and I would do. To, to download that security update, you would yeah. go into system preferences to download yeah, that security is, update. There is a update thing, but it's for apps, not the OS. Yeah, if you go into the mm-hmm. uh, system preferences, mm-hmm. uh, okay, let me do it again. Go into uh, the Apple, and then right there underneath, um, underneath system preferences on, under Apple, yes. Yeah. App Store, right? And then when you click on, uh, there's on the uh, on the menu on the side. There's an updates, but it's updates for apps. It's not for the OS. Um, Correct. Yeah, and then also system preferences itself updates on on its menu, seeing one update available. And then that didn't happen until I actually went into system preferences and um, selected the software update thing that I was telling you. Mm-hmm. It's like I didn't know that the update was there until I actually went into the system preferences software update setting. Yeah. Okay. So I guess the bottom line is I think we're saying the same thing but differently. Yeah, so I think I think the bottom line is if you updated to Mojave and you're not and you're wondering why you're not getting some updates, go check yep. the pref- go check system preferences. And make and sure you have, you have things right checked that should be. Make sure you have the right settings, yeah. So that yeah. You like, I don't like to do automatic downloads, but I just want to be notified. It's the same with my iOS. I don't like it to automatically download, but I just want it to tell me it's there. Yeah, I, and, really, don't, I really don't care if apps don't work because I don't depend on any one app for anything. So I just jump in there and do the update just in case there's some kind of security something that I want. But even if it's not security related, I just do the update. I don't care. <laughs> I've never had any real problems. Other than yeah, I do too. But I just kind of like to look at it, yeah. see what's going on. Yeah, it's probably the smarter way because you, you have a lot of apps that you depend on and um, could be a disaster if you didn't uh, keep track of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love it. You know, I think it's one of the better OS's, OS updates that they've had. Um, well, I want th- to hold off until FaceTime for Groups is working. Because that's the first thing I want to try when the three of us are on Mojave is doing a recording through FaceTime Ooh. to see if it's any better. Because we tried Discord and we didn't care for that. And Skype, everybody knows Skype. So yeah. Yeah. we'll see how FaceTime works out. 
Yeah, for recording. We have noticed, I don't want to jinx it, that Skype hasn't been a problem for us for a while. <laughs> yeah, Shh. you're supposed to say that after we're done. Afterwards, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, what, that's uh, everything for Mojave? That's about it. That's all I've okay. had since playing around with. Yeah. Suze, you had something about Adobe? Well, just that they announced that they're going to be... Um, they're working on and they're going to be uh, launching a Photoshop for the iPad. And most likely it will be um, uh, Scott Belsky came out and had a podcast about that. Uh, If listeners want to hear that, then I can send the link. I think it was on the verge and they're going to be integrating like a cloud PSD file. It's it's not going to even really be, be a file, but they don't want to, I, I like the idea that Scott mentioned that f- a file is almost going to be a thing of the past um, because now, mm-hmm. you know, you have to save it here, save it there because everyone has this paranoia. So um, what they're going to do with Photoshop on iPad, um, they're going to uh, have basically a, um, it's going to be a cloud PSD. So mm-hmm. that way, when you're going on to your Mac, you're going on to anything, your phone or your iPad, um, you're going to be able to integrate all that together, which I really like. So I'm, I'm assuming they're going to probably still have some type of subscription base. They, I guess it hasn't um, been decided if, they're going to, if it, you're going to be able to pay one fee and have like a standalone uh, Photoshop, which I would prefer actually, or you'll have to have a, um, you know, like a creative cloud um, subscription. But I'm very, very excited about that. Although I will say that said, I think Affinity Photo is absolutely phenomenal on the iPad. Uh, a very, very powerful, um, you know, app. It performs beautifully on an iPad Pro. I think in some ways, um, you know, Photoshop is the standard by which people use, but I, Donnie was the one um, from my Mac that got me onto Affinity Photo, and it's it's a, it's a real contender, um, I think, in many ways with Photoshop. So I don't know. I mean, I think they're a little behind the eight ball here. It's been quite a while. How many years has been the iPad's been out? But maybe they were working towards something that. You know, they were just waiting for the iPad to get more and more powerful before they decided to really launch something like this. So mm. I'm I'm very excited about this, actually. Yeah. And that said, about subscription models, I've been reading for a while about this, and I think listeners know that I have very strong opinions about subscription models. When it first came out, when apps started coming out with subscription models, I mean, if you really use an app all the time, and I mean, I can understand the financial basis of it. I can understand the rationale where developers want to keep an app and they want to put their time and effort and their energies into that app and they want to keep adding to it or renewing it and offering different types of things in that particular app. Then having a subscription model is kind of nice. But I think that this has opened a door where um, you know, it's definitely greasing Apple's uh, palms. They're making a lot of money on off of these subscription models in the App Store, but it's allowed a lot of unscrupulous, mm-hmm. unscrupulous uh, developers to come in and put these apps where, number one, they're sneaky. 
or it's becoming ridiculous where every freaking app you have to get a subscription. How many subscriptions do you need? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it gets really pricey. When you're talking about $3 a month times, you know, four or five apps, you're talking about a lot of money for an app. Personally, I would like to, for, for me, and this is just for me, for the apps that I love, I do want developers to continue to support some of these apps. So I do not mind paying for an update. I do not mind paying for the app. And if they say, you know what, we, we, we're offering all these new things, you know, we're, you know, we'd like you to uh, pay like $3, $4 for an app. Oh, heck that, that's a coffee. You know, absolutely. I'd much, I'd, I'd be absolutely happy to do that, but to have this monthly thing and every app is starting to do this. So now it's happening. And again, this was written up. I think the last app, uh, the last I read about this was in TechCrunch, that there's there's like this scanner app. Now, I use Scanner Pro by Riatl. I like Riatl apps. I think they're very straightforward. Um, they have PDF Expert. I really like their apps. I have quite a few of them on both devices, my iPhone and my iPad. Well, Scanner app is a pretty big app uh, as far as grossing you know, revenue for Apple. And they take in, um, from, according to TechCrunch, uh, TechCrunch, $14.3 million a year for a document scanning utility. Now, Riatl, you can just, you know, buy it. You can buy the Scanner Pro and, you've, and, you, and you own it. And that's, this is basically to scan your receipts, like Vicky was saying. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to send PDFs to people, that's when you would kind of use a scanner app. But what's happening is, you know, when you um, download this particular scanner app, you're constantly prompted to subscribe to a subscription. So it's either $3.99 a week. So think about that. $4 a week, a week to $5 a month, or you can start a free trial. But $3.99 a week. Say that again. <laughs> $3.99 a week or $5 a month, but you get a free trial. So you think, okay, let me just try the free trial. Well, it kicks in after three days, which wow. people are missing it. So then what's happening, if you look at the App Store reviews, people are absolutely furious. The same thing with the QR code reader. The guy in uh, TechCrunch mentioned that. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah. Why would you download a code reader when your um, camera app reads a code for you? Well, this one was tricking users. It's by Tiny Lab. And they um, were tricking users into a $150 a year per year subscription. And so, but, you know, that's grossing 5.3 million. So, of course, Apple needs to stop this stuff because they're going to get a bad rap, I think, on this. I mean, this this has to stop these three day trials. You know, if somebody wants a trial free a week or a month, then I can see that. But they don't. The other thing they were saying that, you know, developers have been complaining to Apple about this. And they have these dark patterns. I don't know if, if you're familiar with that. So basically, say, for instance, you download this QR reader and you it keeps prompting you to start a free trial and um, or to subscribe to it. Well, you know how normally you have an X in the corner where you can just tap the X and it, it just deletes that little pop-up window? Mm-hmm. This, this, this actually kind of doesn't. It, 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 the close button animates... Um, after a few seconds so people don't see a way to get off the page so they inadvertently end up subscribing to the app that is sneaky that is sneaky and that should not be allowed it should be removed i guess they did remove that one but you know come on apple 
you know, I think they, for the most part, I really love the look of the app store. I think it's really nice when they curate these apps and they do a nice job highlighting some of the apps every day when you go to the app store. I still miss the daily apps when, you know, you'd have new apps that would, um, you know, come in. But for the most part, I think they've done a nice job um, categorizing their apps uh, on the, the, the splash page of the app store. They're always telling you like the game of the day or this, you know, or this or that. And, and they highlight the developers and what it entailed to make a particular app. Like I think today they did Procreate, which was really great. It kind of humanizes the developers behind the app. And, and I, I really like that. You have like a little connection there. But they also have to do better. They, they have to do better getting these scam apps. And, you know, that's been one of my biggest things. Uh, since the app store started is these scam apps, you know, that for the longest time people were putting up apps that didn't work and, you know, 90, you know, you figure 99 cents, so no big deal. It's a buck, but yeah, times that by, you know, hundreds of uh, thousands of people, you know, for an app that is, doesn't work or doesn't do what it's supposed to do, you know, they, they, you know, they get in, they get their money and yeah, they get removed from the app store, but big deal. They've got their money. So there's, I, I just think that these scamming subscriptions really need to be reined in and reined in really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm getting tired of these, you know, um, these apps that just are constantly subscribing because, you know, the thing is, is these, you don't see a lot of improvement with these apps. Okay. You're subscribing, but for what it's different when you have an Adobe subscription because they're constantly updo- uh, updating Photoshop or illustrator, you know, you're constantly getting new things to go with it. But when somebody wants you to have subscription and they really, you don't see anything, you're just, you know, it's not a standalone. You can't pay eight bucks for it, but you have to pay $4 a month for the app. I, I just won't do it. I'm just, I mean, there's just some I will, and there's some I absolutely will not, you know. And for instance, yeah. they also mentioned this translate uh, assistant. Mm-hmm. So this is a real-time translation app, supposedly. So they push this, you know, the the developer really aggressively pushes the subscription model. So for one month, it's $13 a month, or for a year, it's $45. Um, or after the free trial, you can con- they convert users to a pricey $8 a week, a week after three days. <laughs> and then they make the option to continue with a limited version and really, really teeny tiny text. So it's been intentionally done that way so you can't see it. And the app is now making $1.3 million a year. That doesn't seem right to me. That seems really unscrupulous and unethical and every mm. other damn thing you can uh, adjective you can use with it. But it also makes you wonder if the users of these apps are paying any attention. Like, wouldn't well, they notice they're being billed $32 a month? Well, some well, people don't check their credit card bills, obviously. Now, there is yeah. a way for people, listeners that don't know about your subscription, because it's not really straightforward. Now, Google, I guess, when you open up your um, Google profile, boom, your subscriptions are there. Not so much with Apple. You have to go to the App Store, click on the photo of yourself or your profile or your name, mm-hmm. and then you scroll down. It's way at the bottom, and yeah. you tap on subscriptions, and it'll tell you your subscriptions. So, you know, you may want to peri- periodically check that to make sure you haven't inadvertently downloaded an app that is, is un- you know. Are you talking about your Mac, Suze? No, I'm talking about your iPhone or your iPad. Mm-hmm. I don't see subscriptions. Yep, keep scrolling down. So what you want to do is you go to the App Store, mm-hmm. 
and I click on my name on my little icon. You click on your name, then you go. You click on your your name again. Okay, and that's gonna that's gonna bring you to your account. So you face ID or your um, touch ID, and then go all the way down after it says allow friends to find you the next um, box is subscriptions and you tap well on there's another way of getting there you can go to personalized recommendations and then it says subscriptions well i'm just showing um, i'm sorry i'm having a chip i'm starved <laughs> i apologize oh my god i just realized i'm on a podcast and i'm not talking to friends in my living room um i see you guys are like my friends in my living room <laughs> yeah, I uh, account settings is at the top. And so I have personalized recommendations and then allow friends to find you and then subscriptions. Did you just um, hmm. upgrade to 12.0.1? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's odd. Yeah, yeah I've I'm, got not seeing that. I'm not seeing anything that. Yeah, I've got, I went to the app store. I clicked on my icon. Yep. And it brings up my name, and then it brings up purchased, personalized recommendations, redeem a gift card, add funds, sign out. And when I click on personalized recommendations, it comes up your interactions with the App Store, purchased apps and games, subscriptions, pre-orders, ratings, and reviews. And if I click on subscriptions, the only one have, that I have is Apple Music. I have absolutely none. Well, because I have and subscriptions, as I, and then purchase history is underneath that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have absolutely none. And I told you about that tune in email I got where they said that, uh, oh, in three days, your, uh, your three day subscription, free subscription, it's going to expire and it's going to charge me a certain amount. And so I was I had logged in before I realized I don't have a subscription. And so I went and changed my passwords. It's sort of a uh, they obviously are fishing to get my information. Um, so that's dangerous. You're right. You need to check your, that, that you have subscriptions before you do anything. You and do. Look at the, what, yep. the, what the uh, what the uh, requirements are for this stupid subscription. This is crazy. Making me not want to subscribe to anything. And I, unfortunately, I haven't subscribed to anything. <laughs> and the other thing is a lot of people feel that, you know, if they buy an app and it doesn't work, they can't get a refund. Totally not true. Yeah. I have had several refunds yeah. from Apple. So, yeah. again, sometimes you have to do that on your Mac. They don't make it really super easy to do on your phone but you can do it so say for instance you go into your purchase history and you can definitely do this um you can do this on the uh through the app store or uh through your account on your imac or your macbook pro or whatever you have um and once you go and you look at your purchase history and you tap on a particular app that you purchased it'll say like i think report a problem or request a refund and of course, you're going to request a refund, and you're going to you can say why. You know, this app didn't work. It it wasn't as it was stated, and you that's how you get people removed from the app store. You know, because um, you know, if Apple's starting to refund a lot of people for a certain app, then you know they're going to pay attention. Yeah. So uh, with your iPhone, you can go into your purchase history, tap on an app that you've purchased, and report a problem, and then it will say, okay, you know. Uh, you purchased it on your iPhone, and then you can say, um, you know, an app doesn't work. It, you know, it gives you a, a bunch of, it up comes a little window, and you can scroll through what you need to 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 do, and and you and you can request a uh, you can request a refund. So don't don't think that you can't get a refund from Apple for an app that um, is, uh, you know, is 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 really scammy or um, 
you know, it's it's just a horrible app. You, you can't. Yeah. Because I, like, I read that in the app store so many times and people are, I really want to refund, you know, I, and they mm-hmm. go to the developer, please refund. The developer can't do anything. You have to go through Apple to get the refund. You can't, you, you can say report a problem and you, that's, it, it's not going to give you a refund. The developer can't do that. You have to request it to the app store. And it's same thing with in-app purchases. And I had an issue with my niece uh, using an app and charging up a storm. She didn't know she was she was hit. She was purchasing this stuff, and I just told Apple, "I'm not paying for this, and, and you don't have to." <laughs> they refunded it immediately, and that was that was the only response I got. You know, you don't have to pay for this, and blah blah blah, and that was it. So I was like, "Cool, <laughs> I'm glad to hear and, that." And and of course, there's pr- Apple. Um, and I think Amazon has done the same thing. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I know Apple has made parental controls where, you know, you get notified of any in-app purchases your kids want to make or mm-hmm. on, on, on their uh, devices and you yeah. can stop that. So that's really good. I'm glad they, you know, close that up. But yeah, you know, the subscription models really bug me. I mean, I can see for apps that are very robust and, or, or, you know, games i know that's how the developers you know make their money but some of these are just piddly stuff i mean piddly apps and they're asking for a subscription so i think well, i think just that's why i think that's why something like set app is working well because it is a group of i don't know how many apps are in there now a hundred or so different apps and you pay ten dollars a month for it so y- you have to look at what the apps are that are available and then decide how much would you use that app what is the cost of those apps if you were to purchase them separately? So you've got to figure if you're paying $120 a year for a subscription to set app, are you getting more than $120 worth of value? And that's that's an individual decision. For some people, it might be a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And for other people, it might be, well, I use one or two, big deal. Yeah. It's, easy, it's cheaper for me, like, like, like one password, which I don't think is in set app. One password is moving to subscription. Well, what they offer for the subscription is way too much. It's the stuff that I will never use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, It's for families. My husband doesn't use it, even though I keep telling him to. So it's just me. And it offers things like multiple vaults. I don't need multiple vaults. Other people do. I get that. But for me, it's too much. I'd rather just pay the 50 or whatever it costs, buy the license, and that's what I've been doing as long as I've been using 1Password is I just buy the license. And yeah. if I need to upgrade it, I'll pay the new, like you said, Suze, cost mm-hmm. a few more dollars, fine. Yeah. You know, I yeah. find it indispensable. So if they want me to upgrade, I'll pay for it. No problem. I just don't want to look at my credit card and go, again, because I already have things like that. You know, you have your Netflix, you have uh, Amazon Prime. I mean, Netflix mm-hmm. are billed monthly. Um, you know, we have... Uh, um, you know, other things that you have a contract for and every month you see there's another bill for 50 bucks for this contract or, you know, this maintenance plan or whatever. You get to the point where you go, I'm done. I know. I know. I, I totally hear you about that. I, I get a little done too. Like, for instance, when Inlight came out, Inlight was a nice little photo app. I really enjoyed it. And then um, what happened is they came out with an Inlight 2 and it was a scrip- subscription model. 
It's like, mm-hmm. seriously, just just to have the same stuff that I can find a Snapseed? Nah, no, I don't need stickers and all this stuff. So I, I mm-hmm. opted not to do that. But then there was another app I really did like called Repix. And, you know, I bought it outright. And, of course, I bought the Pro Update, which, you know, said, okay, anytime he comes out with something new, it's, an, it's free. But, you know, he hasn't come out with anything. So it's sad because now it seems like it's going to eventually be an abandoned app. So, I mean, that's mm. the that's the thing. You know, when you get a subscription and the developer's making money, they have more incentive. You know, they're basically incentivized to continue to have that money, um, that cash flow. So, you know, they'll throw out some goodies every once in a while. You know, mm. if not, when you buy a standalone app, sometimes you run the risk of it being a, a uh, abandoned app. So, okay. And plus with the subscription, they don't have to wait for another update when, you know, to release another update when they've got something new, they can just put it right out there. So for like going back to one password, if they release something new today, the people who have subscription are going to get it. I might have to wait for the next version because they might consider it to be too big of an update to not pay for it. So I might have to wait six months before I can get it where everybody else gets it right now. So there's definitely pros and cons, but you have to look at it from your personal point of view to figure out, is it worth the money for me to subscribe or is it better for me just to do a standalone? Yeah. You know, so only only you know. And for my particular case, it's Netflix, it's iCloud, because I have you know storage in iCloud, and the Apple Music. Well, they're now, Apple now is talking about their own subscription service. They get like 24 original shows in the pipeline that they're going to put on it on their subscription service. And, but they're, they're like PG rated kind of uh, programming. So it's for the, the, you know, family oriented stuff, you know, no sex and violence. Um, so they're jumping into the subscription fray also. So. Yeah. I think that's the new thing. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm going to bat. I'm going to basically make a hard right turn right here and just um, mention something as many Listeners know I have a, a incredible crush on Idris Elba, and um, <clears throat> just thought I would throw that out there yet again in case he's listening. Um, I know he's married. I know he just got married again, but you know I I can hope. Well, he, he, made, another really... mis- he made another mistake. Yeah. A girl can yes, wish. Like, damn it, he did. What's wrong with a, a middle aged blonde girl? Um, well, he um, I was really, I was I was just really um. I don't know, floored by when I read this today. Stella McCartney, as many know, know, she's a a very famous designer, clothing designer, fashion designer, Paul McCartney's daughter. She designed this bra for mastectomy patients. And she is giving them out globally. You can actually uh, do a Google search on Stella McCartney's mastectomy bra. It's beautiful. It's it's a zip-up front. Um, slight padding, very feminine, very, very feminine, very beautiful. But Idris has teamed up with Stella and he's going to be the face of this campaign because many men die of breast cancer and that's really not well publicized. So he felt really strongly about this, I guess, because his father, I believe, passed away from lung cancer. So he does, you know, have that cancer link. And I just thought what a really cool thing for Stella to do. Um, so she's giving this out free of charge to uh, people can go and request one um, because she feels that, you know, just because you lose a breast, whether you are, uh, and I don't know, uh, of course, she hasn't done this for men yet, but for, for women, um, you know, to lose a breast or both breasts, 
you don't lose your femininity. You don't, you just can't let that define you. And this is just a really wonderful way. And it's a compression bra. So, you know, as many of you know, with breast cancer, sometimes you get what's called lymphedema um, from your lymph nodes and down your arm. But this is a compression bra. I, I was so impressed that she did something like this, but a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And her mother died of cancer. So she, you know, she too has that link. And part of the campaign is going to be all is love. So you can actually um, uh, get a, a bandana, buy a bandana to help support this initiative. And uh, of course, Idris is going to be the face of all is love, which mm. love has to be associated with him. So. <laughs> So I just thought I would throw it out because I think, you know, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, I what, You know, with the, with the news cycle, I get, I just get so overwhelmed and burnt out. But this was really wonderful. It just, it just made my heart feel good. I read that about Stella and yeah. was doing it. And I just want to share that because I thought, you know, um, it's, it's nice to hear something, uh, somebody doing something to, to benefit, you know, women and people. <coughs> And men, excuse excuse me, and also um, to have something like this uh, that people, women can request this. So, hmm. kind of nice. cool. Very, very, very nicely done, Stella and Idris. Hmm. Okay. So, Bless we you. are going to wrap up with Vicki sneezing. And, uh... <laughs> Bless her heart. She's <laughs> kicking up. Uh, all right. it's, it's that time of year. So uh, we're going to wrap up this episode. We'd love to hear from you. If you have upgraded to Mojave, what you think of it, good or bad. If you, uh, your opinions on subscriptions, do you like them? Do you hate them? Do you have them? Let us know what you think. You can reach us uh, at 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. Our contact information is there. Minus the Google Plus, since that community is going away soon. And it really really never picked up any steam as far as any of us are concerned. I really didn't use it. So anyway, you can get hold of us either through Twitter or email or through Facebook. And you can, like I said, you can find all that on 3geekyladies.com. We uh, hope to talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we will talk to you next time. And do your breast, breast exams. Don't forget men and women. Don't forget to do a breast exam this month. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. everybody this is simon parnell the host of the essential apple podcast the show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in apple news reviews technology security and anything else that catches our eye plus from time to time we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products their services their history their philosophies what uh, drives them and of course just what makes them tick that plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in apple what more could you possibly want check us out on the my mac podcasting network or over at essentialapple.com or now available on spotify and soundcloud